Hey, 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 this time we're taking a metaphorical stroll through Universal City Walk in Orlando and discussing the different dining, shopping, and entertainment options as part of our Universal Orlando 101 series. So, from the Bob Varley Studios in Orlando, Florida, this is the Disunplugged Universal Edition. This is episode 29 of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. The Dis Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Whether you want to book a split stay between Disney and Universal, book a Universal Orlando vacation package, or if you need round-trip transportation and tickets to Universal from Disney World, you can visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the universal edition of the Diz Unplugged. I am your host, as always, Craig Williams, and... Joined with me this week is on my right, Rhino Clavin. Hello. And then on my left, JL Knopp. Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hey, everybody. Nope. Knopp. Knopp. <laughs> and then back in the controls, nope. Dustin West. I, I, I'm here. The producer. I am the producer, and I just feel like I just haven't, I feel like I'm wearing old clothes. <laughs> yeah. I just feel <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, so for those of you listening, uh, Welcome. I'm glad you're listening yet again to us on all those forms of that you're listening to us. But for those of you watching this video on YouTube or wherever you're watching it, I, telekinetically, you're going to notice we're wearing the same clothes as we did last week. And that's because we are currently out in sunny California getting to experience a little bit of a, a resort known as Disneyland in the West. And then also, more importantly, for some of us at the table, Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting an excited face on. Yes. That will really come across in the audio edition yeah. of the show. Uh, my mouth's wide open. So you'll notice that right away. Get over it. It's happening. It's done. You can't fight it. So let's just move on with this episode because uh, it's going to be a pretty banging episode, in my opinion. Uh, we're covering City Walk, the entertainment capital of the world by far, I think. Bang. No. <laughs> no. The entertainment capital of Orlando, at least. I, I could agree with that, maybe. I think we have to agree with that. There's no other option than to agree. Well, yeah. Well, that's how they label themselves. So true. If, oh. if we don't go with how they label themselves, then I guess that's just doing we? a disservice to them. <laughs> and, I mean, there's a lot to talk about with it. And by a lot, I mean... Not that much because there's <laughs> there's only so much at City Walk, so we're gonna really try to milk it for all it's worth. Yeah, well, ever since I'm they took kidding. out NASCAR, it's like why even talk about it? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, NASCAR is gone, and that's sad. But like always, before we get on to the meat and potatoes of this show, we have to go through the housekeeping, corrections, omissions, questions, and everything else that probably no one cares about, and most people just skip over. Or this is where they stop listening. After this, because that's all they come for, not the important so information. you have stuff from the last 15 minutes slash week? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, no, I got the normal stuff going on. So, of course, as I say, every single episode, get on YouTube, iTunes, any form of place that we actually show up on. I don't that didn't even make sense as a <laughs> sentence. Any place that our show is on, 
get on there and comment about it, like it, review it if it's on iTunes, uh, any way to put more emphasis into the show in terms of more social media engagement. And then that way it'll actually get to more people later on down the road because it's going to start popping up in new places if you're doing all those kinds of things with it, especially on Facebook, Twitter, passing it around. We're going to get a brand new audience and that way we can forget about all of you that have really helped us form this. <laughs> the look on I'll, Rhino's face right now is priceless. Sometimes you just have to move on from your old audience and accept them as being old and no longer important and only worry about the new ones. I don't know I, if you guys know this, but Craig invests in uh, senior living places. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm being completely sarcastic for those of you who can't pick up on this, by the way. Uh, we love all of you and we want, you, we want to actually hear from you. So please go out and like I said, comment like all those fashions. And then also I, I recommend people now go on disunplug.com slash contact where you can get, well, I believe my email address and Dustin's email address. I don't have yours listed and Rhino, I don't have yours listed because frankly, neither of you are important. Only I'm important. <laughs> We're just and like the audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm important. Dustin's important because he is the producer and I'm the associate producer. And then you guys are just contributors on this. Arm candy. That's true. I mean, people We're can find you on for... Facebook or whatever, wherever they want to find you at. But uh, if you want to get in contact with me or Dustin, you can do it on there. Dustin or I, sorry for my improper English. And then, of course, on that form you also have uh the new audio option to leave us a voicemail and uh, as long as you have a microphone whether it's on headphones uh or on your computer or plugged in through your smartphone you can leave us a voicemail and like i always say since we've had it uh if maybe we'll do an email voicemail show yeah just uh, a couple a couple notes you know uh let yeah. us Give us your name, uh, keep it short, uh, keep it concise, and uh, <laughs> ask some cool questions that exactly. you'd think maybe we haven't answered before. Yeah, yeah, everything, keep it everything that this housekeeping segment isn't. <laughs> short, sweet. You guys have to, to hear my annoying voice. I'd love to hear yours. Oh. <laughs> okay, oh, now that we've alienated yeah. our entire audience and half of the people in this room. <laughs> I, I speak for Rhino. He is kidding. He, yeah, he yeah, loves yeah. you. And, I just uh, hate hearing my own voice. So. Oh, okay. But, that, but I do really want to hear people. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, and then, of course, go on to universal.wdwinfo.com and that'll help you plan your trip to universal orlando uh it's it's great and then on the the normal Diz side that can help you plan disney world disney cruise line ever everything you can think of that is of important relevance check us out on there uh lots of great information and then find us on facebook twitter all of the different forms of the Diz Diz universal Diz unplugged all that in a bag of potato chips mm. i don't think that reference worked there but um so yeah, you guys have any housekeeping? No. <laughs> Surprisingly, I don't. Fantastic. I'm just going to stop I, asking I do have soon. one thing. Yeah. Craig's movies have officially been returned by JL. I was the witness, and I, you know. Oh, yeah, that's, that's that a great has, update. That has been taken care of. Well, we said it last week. I just Call back to, to last yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's been a week. It's been so so. Long. But the official passing over did not happen yet. It has now happened, and I am now a happy camper. Um one YouTube comment that did go under the radar in between this week and last week. Week. Wink. Wink. It works. Wink, wink. Uh, Haley no Noel C. Maybe Noel. I don't know the pronunciation Probably of it. Noel. Noel. Hey, we're going to call her Haley Noel C. She, she or he, don't want to assume, ever, uh, had one of the most poignant 
comments that I've seen come in in recent times. So I'm going to read it for you and using my voice. Oh. I remember taking my first trip to Islands of Adventure to see Wizarding World. I was so impressed with the whole park. Wizarding World was great, and I was blown away, but I kept saying, if I had known the rest of the park looked like this is exactly... This is, if I would known what the rest of the park looked like, this is exactly what I would have expected. Sorry for butchering that. The first place we walked through was Seuss Landing, and I was freaking out about it. It was so detailed and amazing. So even though I agree with everything you said, I would go so far as to say that I do feel magic there. I remember when my brother and I were kids, our family would split our trips. We did Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and the Studios Park. Um... We loved the studios because we felt like we were in Jaws, which was our favorite movie because we were weird kids. So for me, Universal <laughs> holds the same. She wrote that or he. So for me, Universal holds the same nostalgia and magic as Disney does for me because of that. So for everyone who's looking for a frame of reference, two weeks ago on the last show we did about movies and helping to plan your vacation, check it out. That was a great one in my yeah, humble a lot of and honest opinion. Uh we started off talking about the difference between Disney and Universal and feeling the magic as part of it. I actually argued that uh, it doesn't have that same magic because it's not the same type of feeling, but there is a special side to it in a way. It might not be the same exact feeling that you get from Disney, but it's still a great feeling. And uh, But here comes Haley Noel C. along saying that she gets that same type of magic out of there. So bravo i i mean i can this this is yeah really well worded but i can totally relate to this person like we could probably be friends because when my family did the same thing it was always a split trip and i have said before that like i was i was really proud of myself when i went on like my first like what i thought was a scary ride at universal studios and so i hold a special place in my heart for universal studios and to be honest, like I, I sometimes feel like it's just as magical for me as the other place in a different way, but it still has that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love that this comment came in. It was yeah, it was nice. one of those ones that I didn't expect to see anyone actually say that, and then whenever it popped out of left field, makes, makes you feel like you're yeah. not alone, like you're you're not this crazy. Yeah, yeah. universe. I'm just also gonna throw it out there just to get my opinion out there. Uh, I think we have a 99% chance that someone named Haley is a girl. Um, I don't think we have to play it that Haley safe. Joel Osment. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment. Mm, that's the Thank 1%. You. <laughs> you got me there, Mr. Williams. You got me there. I try. I try. My artist. Well. I know. Hey, uh, I'm just bad. I don't want to assume that someone is something that they're not. So if before you could all comment, if you don't have a picture of you on YouTube or your profiles, wherever you're at, Facebook, whatever, maybe just write You'll man be. or woman. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> expect to be call. neutral gender you when need to we put, refer to you. Yeah, you need to either put your ASL or just you're, you're going to be gender free. Isn't ASL American Sign Language? Yeah, that's why I was confused. No, back from the early days of the Internet. If you were in chat rooms, you would say ASL, and that meant age, sex, location. Oh. So that way... I knew that. Whenever Sorry. whenever you're 13... Totally started thinking sign language. No, no, I mean, it, it was the original catfishing. So you're a 13-year-old boy <laughs> from Orlando, but you're really pretending to be a 26-year-old female from North Dakota. That's another it happened entirely. So, Maybe a different show altogether. Yeah, that's a very different drama. show. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to explain. I'm sure there's catfishing at Universal all the time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. How do we recover from this? We can recover from this. Uh, but I want to point out an app before I get too far. It is part of housekeeping in a way. Uh, 
How to catfish really, at Universal. No, not how to catfish <laughs> at Universal. It is, uh, <laughs> there is an app called Yik Yak that is kind of like Twitter, but for anonymous purposes. So you go on there, you can just post whatever random thing you want to say. It's not always age appropriate, so use your best caution. Don't let your 13-year-old download this. However, there are a lot of younger kids that use it. Pretending to be 26-year-old females. Oh, and- it, it's bad, but a lot of times... <laughs> Like, it's really prevalent around, like, college campuses and then the theme park areas, from what I found out. Like, people going on and, uh, like, team members or cast members at Disney and Universal going on and ripping apart guests that they see in the park. Uh, And then sometimes the opposite way, too. If guests are, like, pissed off about someone, they go on and vent through that and say, you, this person, the brown hair person at this ride they were so rude to me stuff like that. i mean in much more vulgar it's terms like a really crappy misconnections exactly <laughs> yeah. I, so i'm in no way saying that any of the people saying bad things on this or the the 13 year old kids solicitating themselves out on there this none of this should happen but if you're in the theme parks, you might want to check it out just because sometimes you can see some funny stuff coming on there, especially in the theme park areas. So that is going to do it for a very, very bizarre edition of housekeeping. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most bizarre ones that we've experienced yet. And we're going to get to the beef stew of this show. The nice nice hearty part of this episode. And that's our 101 overview of City Walk. So in the past, we've already covered stuff from, you know, Universal Studios Florida 101s to uh, all the way to Islands of Adventures 101s. And now we finally made our way to uh, Universal City Walk in Orlando 101s. Yeah, we're coming around full circle. I mean, we could technically do 101s on all the hotels if we wanted to, but why not just review them? Why just go over basic or or the water park that may come one day? Volcano Volcano Bay. I was thinking Wet and Wild. Oh, Wet and Wild. Yeah, that's that's something that people probably want to know about, too, at some point in time. But right now, we're only concerned about CityWalk. So why is CityWalk important, first and foremost? Well, it it is your first impression entirely of Universal. It wasn't always the case. So let's jump in our time machine and go all the way back to the uh, the year 2000. Sorry. Or, well, actually, we'll go back to 1993. I think that's the perfect year to start. And instead of sticking in Orlando, we'll go all the way out to Universal Studios Hollywood. Oh, yep. Game changer. Game changer. Uh, City Walk, originally, it wasn't a Universal Studios Florida thing. It originated out in Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, There's opened up, as I've now repeated myself, in 1993, uh, a smaller portion of City Walk. You guys will see it sometime this week as we're out there right now. If if, if you don't, um, I, if you don't mind, if I cut in, I please. It uh, being uh, originated in Hollywood also explains the name of City Walk, I believe. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's Universal Studio City. It, yeah, it's Universal yeah. City oh, is okay, the name yeah. of okay. where Universal Studios is out there. Oh, okay. Ma- yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so. Anyways, yeah. Whenever it opened up, it was a, a smaller shell of what it is now. Uh, it's absolutely massive. Like, I know our city walk is relatively big, and you even think of our downtown Disney as being big, and the downtown Disney and Disneyland. This, it, it's massive. It's It opened up as not only a, a place to walk through after you park 
and just like ours is. And then you have shopping, restaurants uh, out there. You have comedy clubs, other music venues, stuff like that. I mean, this whole complex is so massive, so big. You could get lost walking around there. Well, you can't. It's a straight line. Uh, you'd have to be... You guys you can't have, get lost. You guys have never been, right? You guys no. have no. never been to City. Never been to Craig, Why am I having issues remembering City Walk in Universal? I, I remember pulling like right up to the entrance of the theme park. We did. Whenever we went, uh, we were taken. Whenever we were on the backstage magic trip a couple of years ago, before we started that part, we got to go on the VIP tour yeah. over at uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. We were dropped off by a cab right at the start. City Walk technically does start there where you show up and you see the globe and then you see the on the left side kind of of their rotunda entrance area. That's where they have the classic Universal Studios Hollywood neon sign with the fountain coming down. Like what you think of when you think of that old Universal logo. And then the only immediate thing in their City Walk area that's right there is I believe the official name is the Saddle Ranch saloon so you probably remember that it's like a country bar and it gets really rowdy there at night and then their city walk is to the immediate right and we didn't walk down there whenever we were there so that's why you wouldn't remember it there you go um but (laughs) it just goes on for miles and miles and miles and not really because that's physically impossible with the actual area location anyways to make this super long story short it was so popular out there, and it worked so well. Why not bring it out to Florida? Because in 1993, too, that's whenever they decided that they were going to start the plans for uh, Islands of Adventure. And so City Walk was then planned for that location where the old Universal Studios Florida parking lot was originally. I never experienced it. You probably experienced. No, you didn't. Oh, no. Well, I, I did. But you did like, or you didn't? I can't, I can't remember very well. Like, it's... Like I know we we've come before when there wasn't that area, but I just don't actively remember a parking lot and walking into the studios like that. Like I remember the globe. I just said like no, I don't. Times I don't understand how you don't remember a parking lot. That's what vacations are made of. But anyways, that was the old parking lot area, and so let's fast forward now to 1999. All right, right before the year 2000. And all of a sudden, Universal City Walk is officially open. This whole shopping, dining, entertainment complex, the entertainment capital of the world. Six years, wow. Or Universal Orlando. Not. Is that really their slogan? It's the entertainment capital of Orlando. Okay. So that is their slogan. But before we actually get to Universal uh, City Walk in Orlando, I want to kind of take you from the the outside of it because well you can't just show up all of a sudden you have to have a way to get there uh so maybe you came in by plane train automobile whatever but if you most likely came in by a car which i believe people drive um automobiles automobiles again maybe a bus whatever minivan either way you got there you're probably coming in from i4 that's usually the road that people drive in florida and you have a couple exits you can get off of to actually get to universal orlando in general you have the sand lake exit you have the international drive exit and you have the kirkman exit and you're laughing at me about this but this is a lot of stuff that people no, don't know i'm laughing because you said you you said universal resort really funny and i'm sorry yeah i, I do that sometimes it made me laugh. i have a weird dialect people get on me about my dialect stuff like saying whenever instead of when there's yeah. one particular person that comments on it 
it all the time. That is a Pittsburgh dialect thing. Yeah. I don't say yins. I don't say no, going downtown, all that stuff. Downtown. But I do use some of the terminology. Yeah, whenever you say appreciate, it you know it weirds me out a little bit. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I appreciate you for uh, for giving me that feedback. But back onto it, you probably got off one of those exits, and then the entire road structure for Universal is basically a box with then an intersecting T in the middle. So it's once you're on Universal property, it's nearly <laughs> it's nearly impossible to get lost. I mean, you might have to turn around if you screw something up, yeah. but it's very easy to navigate, and there's multiple ways to actually get into the parking garages. But the parking garages are the absolute start of city walk yeah. uh and we've talked about all this basic information way back before but i want to give it for a refresher for people who didn't watch back then or people who don't care um who didn't care back then but <laughs> might care now because they want to go uh that's how you get in and you go to the parking garages it's not just a flat parking lot like anything you see at the disney parks around you have actual two parking structures the north and south one uh, if you're driving a car on for the day, it's going to cost you $17. They're going to try to up-talk you to preferred parking, which will keep you on the main level so you don't have to go up and down the escalators and keep it simple, Sally. And then there's also, of course, valet parking because, well, some people need to do valet. It's a lot, it's a lot faster to do it that and way. it's not much more expensive than parking in the parking lot. No, it's not. If you're there longer than two hours... I'm completely blanking on what the yeah. rate is if it's under two hours i think it's only like 15 if it's under two hours but if you're there all day uh it's only i think it's 35 dollars and then obviously you need to tip your uh your valet attendance yeah, so but i do that over preferred parking i yeah. think like well, if you're gonna go up from regular i would go all the way to valet. oh yeah you spend the extra 13 dollars. you cut off a lot of the long walk so because then you have these parking structures on the opposite side of the road where city walk actually is and you need to start taking these long uh, moving walkway paths to actually get to where Universal Orlando Resort begins as well as City Walk. So if you do valet, you're going to cut a lot of that off. And, you know, that's at the end of the day, if you're really tired, you're going to want to cut that off. And then furthermore, on top of that, if you're with someone from Orlando who has uh, the premier pass, the uh, the most expensive annual pass, or even if you're an out of towner and you decide to buy the premier pass to have that because you come down multiple times a year, you get free valet with it. So, something to think about whenever you're purchasing tickets to come here. But back onto the important stuff now. We've gone on those moving walkways. We're all the way there. We've gone through bag check, and we're at City Walk. Uh. <laughs> I, I hate you so much every time you do hand movements. <laughs> no, it's sorry. increasing more and more. I'm joking. <laughs> so, <laughs> City Walk is interesting in terms of its layout. Uh, it's not necessarily just a straight line, and it's not kind of like. It's not either like a circle at it's the same like time, too. Yeah, it's kind of like an it. oval that goes around a canal. Yeah. It, it, there's well, don't forget about you because you haven't. I'll let you keep going. Well, uh, you can just saying it it's very hard to actually describe it in terms of what's actually there, like going through, because there's no real shape. So we're just going to kind of bounce around to the random stuff that is there. But the most important part of it is if you are parking in those garages, you have to walk through City Walk to get to Islands of Adventure, which will be straight in front of you. 
And then if you're going to Universal Studios Florida, you'll walk straight for a little while whenever you're going in to uh, City Walk. And then eventually you'll make a right to go off all the way to Universal Studios Florida. So it's impossible. I have a love-hate relationship with this situation. I don't... From Jersey Shore? (laughs) What? What situation? No. Hmm. The <laughs> okay. situation with City Walk being what you have to pass through in order to get to the parks. I don't um, really like having to walk through it to get to the parks. I like the idea of the, the just seeing a grand entrance. You get more of an exciting feeling going into the parks that way. However, I do like when I exit the park having to walk through City Walk. I feel like it's a, a nice way to kind of end the day. And if I'm not really quite ready to be exited out of a park city walk is still open yeah. and available to enjoy for a few more hours i i actually totally understand your whole input on that uh i i never really thought about that from my perspective but i can i can totally see why people would just want to come in and get that grand entrance and i i think about almost in terms of how downtown disney is a disneyland resort where you have the choice, depending on where you park, you can come in right in their Espalande area, and you have both parks right on either side of you. So you kind of get that more grand approach. Or if yeah. you park in other ones or, or staying at some of the other hotels, you have to walk through their downtown Disney to get to the parks. I and don't like that. See, I love that, though. I yeah. like I having like that nice build-up. I like it for an exit. Well, for me, I, I, I the initial, like, once you get off the, um, the people mover or whatever it is, like... Um, and you're right at the entrance of the city walk, you know, where it says, like, welcome to the Universal Resort. Or so. yeah. it, it can be a little bit intimidating right there because there's so much going on. But also, um, it, depending on what time of day you go, there's just everybody's exiting that way. So there's just, like, herds of people. And you're just mm-hmm. like, how am I going to walk straight ahead right now? Oh, yeah. And it does bottleneck so yeah. much. But let's jump into what's yeah. actually there because that's why people are listening to this or watching, I believe. I'm not sure what their whole prerogative was on this but whenever you're coming on those moving walkways the first thing you're going to see on your right and left oh is the hollywood drive-in mini golf it's, yes and that's fairly new too that opened in 2012 uh so it is you wish it's like a few ish years old yeah i mean i don't i don't like to put an age on anything but it is several <laughs> years old it's uh, timeless it, it, well, it's timeless. The whole theme of the Hollywood drive-in mini golf is that it's kind of based off of the 50s sci-fi and monster movies. I love uh, that. The they B put those classic there. movies. I've played mini golf there before. I believe it is slightly overpriced yeah. for what it is. And by slightly, I mean it's ridiculously overpriced. Isn't it like 20 bucks or something like that for like one thing? It's, it is something real yeah, high. It's around 15 for one round of golf. And then if you want to play both courses, then it just shoots up yeah. to even more expensive. And uh, so they have the, the one side of 18 holes. So that's your alien invasion type mm-hmm. feeling. And you'll hear... Uh, stuff like flying purple people eater playing in the background, getting that whole cheesy factor. And then the other side is your your monsters, and you'll see like the creature from the Black Lagoon spitting water out at you, and and Dracula, and there's a giant spooky house that you, you can't miss. It's just standing right there. Um, in terms of theming, though, it is fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love the giant robot, and I I love oh, that yeah. at night when all it's all lit up too because of the 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 house has like the lightning flashing yeah. on it and then the robot's got the red eye going around. Now it's you, cool. You can't you can appreciate it during the day. You shouldn't play during the day there though. If you're gonna go play mini golf, you have to do it at night. Yeah, you're gonna wait a little while on busier nights. Uh 
but it is something to see at yeah. night whenever you're walking through there. I, I love the theming of it. It's something I almost wish that it would have never made it to City Walk and it would have been it would have fit perfectly in over at Cabana Bay where you're already doing that fifties, sixties vibe. Hmm. But that's that's Good one that. man's opinion here. It didn't happen. So play play at your own risk. And at City Walk. And at City Walk. And then right beside it. I guess we, we might as well get it out of the way now. That's where you're going to see the uh, the AMC theater that they have, um, which I like to call it the hidden theater gem of Univ- or not just Universal, but also Orlando, because you can go over to downtown Disney to their AMC theaters. Mm-hmm. And it is a freaking nightmare in terms of how busy it is. Yeah, yeah. you have you have the dine in theaters over there and that's. That's an awesome experience. Yeah. You can't really pass that down. But then you go to Universal to their theaters, and I mean, it's a ghost town a lot of times. Sometimes at night around the seven o'clock showings, like any movie theater, it's going to get super busy. But you can go there basically at the late showing or any time throughout the day. And most of the times, I have theaters to myself. One of the oh, oh I'm sorry, go, Dustin, go, ahead, go yeah. ahead, please. This might be one of this might be a very niche market, but this is uh, one of the places where you can do the uh, Rocky Horror Live Absolutely. experience every month. Um, yeah, every month. Uh, I've I was drugged there by a friend, dragged there <laughs> by a friend. <laughs> drug you friend. There. No, a friend did not drug me. Um, and uh, it was an hour and a half, maybe two hours before they actually got to the movie because they were doing all this stuff yeah. before it. It, I, not my favorite thing in the world, but you might like that. So, no, um, I, it. it happens every other week on Fridays and Saturday nights. Oh, um, every other week. Okay. Every other week. So it happens twice a month. And uh, why can't I? I believe it is the Rich Weirdos troupe that puts it on. It comes from the line. Uh, is this something like a hunting lodge for rich weirdos whenever Brad and Janet say yeah. whenever they get to the actual mansion? So I, I might be wrong about that. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've done it. I did Rocky Horror back in 2011 there, and it was the same week that they premiered the Glee episode where they covered Rocky Horror. So yeah. I had to sit through that and then sit through the movie, which I love the movie. Yeah, and it, it's one of those experiences, if you time it right, I would, and you're a fan of Rocky Horror, that is the best part of why that AMC theater is there. I'm just putting it out there. I love the movie Rocky Horror, uh, but that particular experience did not touch a touch a touch me in the right <laughs> oh. way. Okay. You also can't bring a lot of the props in. Yeah. They don't. Um, they'll have some stuff that they can give out to the audience, but you're not allowed to smuggle in a lot of your own stuff. But it, it's definitely something to check out if you're there at that time of night. Uh, I, used, I used to go every Saturday night to the one in um, Harvard Square, okay. and they were known for being one of the best ones on the East Coast. So when I went, I also, I love that it's there, and I love that they do it, but I also did not, I thought the experience compared to what I was having in Massachusetts was a lot different yeah. than the one here. Well, but it's still, I yeah. think if it's, you're there, and you're even if you're staying on property, it's real cool. But it's, it's nice that they do it. Another thing they do that I really love about that movie theater, though, is um, they do cheap, like, old Universal movies um, mm-hmm. for, like, five bucks. And I went and saw Jurassic Park before they re-released it in 3D for, like, five dollars. And there was, like, yeah. three or four other people in there, and it was awesome. Yeah, they, they do that quite often. They'll have... Uh limited runs just maybe like one or two showings one day randomly yeah but i amc theater there i highly recommend it there's an imax screen too it's not so you have that option it's not the best imax screen in orlando that's obviously point orlando but Mm -hmm. uh that's not far away if you want to travel there but we're still in city walk on your left side you're gonna have bubba gump shrimp company everyone's favorite seafood restaurant at 
City Walk. Everybody's favorite chain <laughs> restaurant that exists everywhere. Yeah, Bubba Gump obviously is the shrimp restaurant and seafood in general. The frozen seafood chain restaurant that is based off of the classic story of one Forrest and only Gump? Forrest Gump. Uh, honestly, <clears throat> it's it's one of those restaurants that's always flooded because people know the name Bubba yeah, yeah. Gump. The food isn't... If it's you have to shrimp, eat it, right? it's not bad, yeah. It's not just it's, all shrimp. It's fine. It's, it's, it's fine. It's, I had a burger there once. Yeah. I mean, I want to go sometime because I love the movie, but it's just one of those things. It's like what you said. It's always. I'm just always like, ah, it's so busy. Yeah, it's one of those good places. If it's on a slow night, then you can sit in there and you can have some fun. You can drink some cheap beer and have some laughs. But in general, not the best thing that you can actually get in the entire area. Right beside uh, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, you have the newly opened starbucks that came well i mean it's been a while now but it used to be upstairs on the upstairs level yeah there's two levels of city walk and now starbucks is down on the lower level in a bigger area and it's a starbucks it's a huge one and they handle the crowds really well uh i get coffee from there quite often whenever i'm there so good i'm always distracted by the store next to starbucks the cold stone creamery yeah yeah because you are ross trent yeah, but because I'm what Ross Trent. I don't know who that is. It's a reference. Yeah, uh, <laughs> hey, you've been throwing out references all day. Yeah, it's, it's time you get one you don't understand. I'm gonna Google it, that later. It's my turn. Uh, <laughs> it's also part of the NBC Universal family, so it all works out. That's Syner- how it's done. Synergy. <laughs> so Cold Stone Creamery's there. Uh, it's a Cold Stone Creamery. Anything that you would see at a standalone yeah. location or in a mall, it's ice cream thrown down on a cold stone slab and they put fixins in and it's deliciously unhealthy it's wonderful i love it but right next to that as well keep moving forward you have one of my favorite of the new additions that came in the red oven pizza it always smells amazing in there i i haven't actually had pizza there yet but i've heard really good things sorry the red oven pizza bakery i had a frog in my throat whenever i went to do it uh it is wonderful. It's kind of, it's really fresh because the pizza is made with actual, not Florida water. Oh. And as most people know that are from Florida, if it's made with Florida water, it tastes awful because Florida water is awful. Tastes awful. But this is made using spring water of the springs of Italy or wherever. I don't know countries. But <laughs> the pizza tastes really excellent and they've got a lot of fun flavors like a prosciutto arugula pizza. Arugula? My bad up. My favorite, the fennel sausage pizza. Uh, and it comes out relatively quickly, really fresh. If you are into salads, they do salads there as well. And they hand toss them right in front of you. And they're really big. Portion sizes are great. And the pizzas, uh, I mean, you can't finish a whole pizza by yourself unless you're a fatty like myself. I was just going to say, and, I'm pretty sure I can. But they're, <laughs> they're only about $13. And I would equivalent them to about a medium-sized pizza that you would get at a chain, oh. uh, which... You know, sometimes you spend at Pizza Hut $13 if yeah. they don't have a special. So Probably important to note that it's a counter service. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so <clears throat> you're not sitting at a restaurant where someone's waiting at your ta- on you at your table. Yeah. You go, you order at the counter, you take it to a little area that they have to eat within the restaurant. And then it also kind of spills out into the street area a yeah. little bit. But it also, in terms of getting your food, you have uh, one of the 
sensors that you take to your table and then they do deliver your pizza straight to your table so you don't have to stand there and do that it's it's that nice little (coughs) half and half between sit down and uh, a full service and a quick service Um, but we're just going right down the line so I'm going to end off with the last two restaurants right in that area you have the latest addition to open up of all of them the cowfish which we are we have a winner we do have a winner and we talked about that on our return show to the universal edition episodes back so throw in a a plug to that somewhere along your line cowfish it's burgers sushi and then their creation the burgushi Oh, we're doing hand motion. Yeah. We all do it. We're allowed to. This know. one has you a hand motion. Okay. This one it's has official. it. Yeah, it's burgers, sushi, burgushi. A lot of really great handcrafted cocktails. Really interesting. The the food is excellent. The vibe service, is amazing. Service is slow. Service is slow. It's getting better. I've been back since cool. we did that review. I've been back twice, and service was excellent both times. Surprisingly. Cool. Uh, I, I have no complaints for it. It's I'd go again. Probably, it's my favorite yeah. restaurant at City Walk. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of good options around there, but it's just something about it. It's, it's just cool. so special, and their their burgers are all delicious and really huge. Good portions, really good portions. Uh, a lot of good substitutes. If you just don't want fries, you can get edamame with your stuff. Mm-hmm. You can get sweet potato fries, which are still fries, but you know it's. It's just different. I like it. I like that there's different stuff around. And it's yeah. just fun to be there. Yeah. And it's not overly loud. You can still hold a conversation unless you have obnoxious people at your table or at the tables like beside you. Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's funny. But then that's on a three. That's basically a three story restaurant. The first story is just stairs to walk up to the next two because that's on the upper level of City Walk. But on that lower level, right below Cowfish, is Vivo. The Italian kitchen. Uh, I know. I don't. You've never eaten there before, have no, you? No, I haven't. Not neither. Before. Neither is Dustin. I've eaten there. I've eaten there twice now. Yeah, I've eaten there three or four times. It's uh, good. You guys went for the Harry Potter weekend, right? Yeah, we, we did. And then I also took my kids on a separate occasion, and on both times the food was very good. Yeah. The service was really great. That's good. Uh, the service is excellent. It's a really relaxed place. It's perfect for families, but it's also perfect if you're looking for a little bit of a date night. Mm-hmm. That type of atmosphere. I, I think it's absolutely wonderful for that. Uh, that's why I go on de- dates there um, from time to time. That's actually a really good point. It's casual enough to be family friendly, but yeah. um, upscale enough to be worthy of a more little bit more of a fancy meal. Yeah. And a lot of the pasta, there are some that they admit is not fresh made in house, but they try to make all their pasta freshly right there. Uh, very healthy food there if you make the right choices great portion size and like the trend throughout all of city walk the prices really aren't that bad you can find most Mm -hmm. of the pasta there for about 11 12 bucks awesome so it's not unreasonable yeah i highly recommend it uh i think it's it's one of the better options that is in that area um so then i'm just going to keep going weird we're going to we're going to continue on down the road. So you're going to see a stage that they sometimes use on your left with weird fountains coming down. And that's going to take you across the, the street to uh, Emeralds, Orlando. Uh, there are not enough good things to say about Emeralds. I would basically call it the flagship restaurant of City Walk. Uh, it's definitely the fanciest, uh, but it's not uncomfortably fancy, I believe. Like, I wouldn't take a family in there that just got done with being at the parks all day and 
all sweaty and hot and disgusting. This is something that you'd want to go back to your hotel, get get a little pampered and dressed up, and then head back for a nice, delicious meal. I don't know. I mean, I went with um, Dustin and Pete because yeah. um, we and we were just like I just joined them in the park for some like photography stuff, and then he took me there because I had never been there before. Um, and we sat at like the bar, and I didn't feel. Oh, out of place yeah. really no the bar yeah. the bar area is different yeah. if you're in the main dining room section you're going to want to feel a yeah. little bit better about yourself but the bar it's it's, it's full wonderful. menu too yeah it, yeah. Was, it was a nice it was a nice experience food was really good and i would go back in a heartbeat yeah and it's got that classic uh emeralds new orleans mm-hmm. bam wham bam i'm gonna put <laughs> thousand seasoning in it and give you a gumbo and creole stuff it, it's excellent i would go there i mean it's pricey but it, you can't beat the food at Emeralds. It's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> and then, oh, I completely skipped over. In that whole area where you're walking around right beside Emeralds, that's where you find the Universal Studio Store. Yeah. Uh, the Universal Studio Store is like the Universal Studio Store that they have in Universal Studios Florida as well as uh, Islands of Adventure. It's just where you find the mishmash of Despicable Me, Harry Potter, Transformers, Simpsons, Cat in the Hat. They just redid it too, so it's a little. It's a, it's a little like it's it's it fits into CityWalk a little yep. better now. I feel like because it's got those like um, yeah. display screens that like show all the families at the park and stuff like that. And yeah, and I guess I, that should have been something that I mentioned right from the start of it. CityWalk two years ago did not have the same look that it does now. It's gone through a, a massive expansion and renovation period and it's come out looking a lot better than it did before by far uh so keep in mind that it's changed from if you saw it before in the past and you haven't been back in a couple years so let's kind of swing around the bend then and get to everyone's favorite jimmy buffett themed restaurant margaritaville Uh, margaritaville uh i actually like margaritaville i I like margaritas but, but it's, yeah, it's not unique to CityWalk, but and it certainly isn't the best Margaritaville to be at in the world. But it's still Margaritaville. It's one of those things you almost feel guilty about saying, "Well, we'll just go to Margaritaville." But then you get there, and the food's always decent. It might be a, it's very busy. <laughs> I would say is Margaritaville busy. is probably the busiest restaurant. Yeah. In CityWalk by far. Yeah. And they're constantly playing that live album. Yeah. From Jimmy Buffett's live album that makes it seem like, oh, is he actually inside playing? <laughs> well, is, is he here? So, can I see Jimmy? Well, and that's a good point because they do have, uh, they have live performers on the weekends play right inside the restaurant. So if you're going on a Friday, Saturday night, it can get extremely loud in there. I mean, just definitely loud and the the whole restaurant's huge there's a upstairs and a downstairs very very hollow so that sound travels all around but then they also do offer a pretty massive patio in the back that you can Mm -hmm. sit out and also get your full service meal it's actually Uh, really nice out there on the patio it is and then they'll always have performers out there too uh for the most Mm -hmm. part and it's more quiet acoustic music a lot Mm -hmm. more relaxing and enjoyable and then if you just want some some booze then right across the uh yeah, you have the bar on the patio, and then right across the street you have the Lone Palm Airport, uh, which I believe is the name I completely... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. it is. and that's got more uh, Margaritaville-type... Don't forget uh, about the Margarita Volcano. Yeah, I was just going to say Oh, the, the Margarita volcano. volcano. That's my highlight. I wish I could drink it. Because you don't know where you want <laughs> to go when the volcano blow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so where are you going now? Excuse me? Where where are we where going Where are we now? going, Craig? Let's uh, continue going up the road. 
Oh. So I'm going to get it on my map because I want to get exactly what comes next. And I believe the next thing on the list would technically be the groove. If oh, we're going, oh, up, we're going up to the Yeah, we're now. going up to the top now. Okay. So you got to kind of take a step back and go, oh, no, I see. I see how you went. Yeah, you went so to we the other entrance. Jimmy, all the way the Jimmy down. Buffett thing is just so big. There's yeah, so many entrances. It's massive. And it's, yeah. it's all there. So now we're kind of hanging a backward. We're taking a U turn and heading The groove upstairs. is not the next thing, though. The hot dog place or Antihodes. Wow. wow. You are wrong. Wrong. seriously. I don't, know to, that. I don't know what the name is. Antihodes. <laughs> the Antihodes. <laughs> Right? Aren't they before the groove? Because the groove is next to that. <laughs> I only say this because anti-hotes. I have anti hotes. Anti hotes. Anti hotes. I'm sorry. I what is it? Antohitos. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> well, I do, but I just didn't look. That will go down now in history as one of the biggest butchers of anything <laughs> on the Universal show, and I butcher I'm, a lot. I'm actually saying a lot right there. I, I say a lot. Of, I'm just kidding. I've been very hard on you this episode, but You're at the and I apologize off. for it. Well, you know what? Screw it. We're talking about the groove because okay. the groove needs it's to be groove. talked about. Uh, it's one of the the few nightclubs Night there now. Yeah. A lot have disappeared. Yeah. Uh, with the renovations. Um, Specifically, Latin Quarter, which was overtaken by Antihitos. Antihitos. <laughs> also uh, known as Antihotes. The groove is awful. Uh, I'll just flat out put it there. It's got a wide range of music, depending on when you go from 80s, 90s, modern day music. 40s. You walk in, what? I feel like, yeah, I was just, you said it. I was like, I feel like it's always 80s and 90s music, but it could just be that every time I've gone, that's the night or something. So if you go anytime from. It opens at 9 o'clock, and if you're there from anywhere 9 to 11, unless it is a super busy night, chances are the bouncer out front and the people checking IDs, they're going to beg that you come in. I mean, no yeah. one wants to go into the groove. It it's is. True. It's an embarrassment of a nightclub, but they can't lose that whole nightclub feel, so it has to stay there. So it, is it comparable to the Atlantic Dance Hall at the Boardwalk? Oh, it's better. Yes. No, I it's, it's better it's than that. It's better than the, Atlantic the Atlantic Dance, Dance Hall. Really I mean, it's not that bad. Oh, yeah. People do go in there. They, it can get very busy yes, inside. Yes, it can get busy, but in general... It's, just not, it's, it's nothing exciting. It's it the bane of my on. existence. I hate... I don't, I, I, I don't like... No, I, look <laughs> at me. Do you think I like dancing? No, no. I don't like dancing. Uh, the groove is like nails on a chalkboard for me. I, I would urge everyone to just completely ignore it. And with that, I'm going to bounce around because now that we're on clubs, the next club is you're keep continuing going up there. Let me you're guess, run. Red Coconut. No, no, no that's, that's all the that's way, way on down. the top. Uh, the next one I was going to bring up, uh, Rising Star, oh. the yes. karaoke bar. Um, love that, Rising I think Star. That, I think it's a really, that one's really cool, like well done. I don't do karaoke, but I think it's... I think oh, yeah. that's the one worth going in. No, whenever I used to go to City Walk uh, every Wednesday, Thursday night, kind of did two nights. I used to have a wild side to me oh, in my, my old days. Uh, Rising Star was somewhere that we always ended up. I mean, back then in those days, the cigars was still there. Rest in peace. The best bar mm. that City Walk ever had. Um, but then we'd always eventually go to Rising Star, and that is the karaoke bar. And uh, on weekends, they actually have a live back band, live backing band, not a live back band. Are they, they're not there during the week? No, not during the week. Oh, they have um, they have backup singers during the week, and you still have your, your MC host. Yeah. But the actual full band only comes out on weekends. Oh, okay. And 
whenever they have the full band and you have a really good singer, it can be a ton of fun it's, in there. Yeah, it's a cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. And you get every everyone gets into it. They all start cheering on. But then, uh, of course, there's the one idiot that always has to come up and sing Baby Got Back. And you're just mm. like, Ugh, why are you doing this? <laughs> what I like about there, too, is like the list, I feel like, of the songs they do, especially with the band, is always constantly updated. So it you're is. like, wow, they already have that song here. Like, you know, I don't know. It's different than any other karaoke place I've I've been to. And even when they're terrible singers, because it's the live band right behind them and the backup singers, you, it's not that same horrible, oh, we have to bear this for like four minutes. No, I now. feel like I have to do this. I, this is one of the places in City Walk that I have I'm not experienced that yet. You haven't. I know. I've been to the Groove. Well, I've been to the Red Coconut. And here's the, we'll talk about Red, Ca- Red Coconut in a second. I wanted to bring up the one caveat to all this, though. Now I'm butchering him, too. <laughs> uh, with... With the clubs, so we're talking Red Coconut, The Groove, uh, Rising Star, and then stuff like Pat O'Brien's, which is a restaurant, but also converts into a club. Uh, Bob Marley's the same way. Uh, After a certain time, 9 o'clock, then they start converting into these clubs, so you actually have to have admission to get into them, which is, I believe you can get a City Walk Party Pass. I didn't, one of the stupid things I didn't write down because I just realized it in the middle of this, I believe it's around fifteen ninety nine for is, a night. I know this because when I went and asked to go in, they were like, you need a pass. Um, it's I think it's actually a little bit less than that. I thought it was like 12, bu- 12 something, but you get an annual pass holder discount on that too, for sure. They told me that. Oh, yeah. No, you, you absolutely can. Um, and then... If you have the premier annual pass, you can get into all the clubs and usually bring one guest in for free as well. Uh, so just keep that in mind for the clubs, depending on what time you might want to go and experience them. But it's going to be an extra cost. Uh, so with that, we will go into Red Coconut, which, JL, do you want to fill us in on that since you've actually been there? Um, in my opinion, it's worse than the groove. You <laughs> um, didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> well... The bar area seems to get some action. Um, however, the dance area does not. I, The few times that I've been to the Red Coconut, it has less people than the Groove. It, is the Red Coconut the one that's supposed to be like a Cuban, Cuban lounge? Theme, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm just yeah. making sure I'm cool picturing it right. Yeah, so like I said, the bar area gets some action, but that's kind of it. There's basically no one on the dance floor, yeah. whereas Groove, at least it's hit and miss there. I would say a lot of times you walk past Red Coconut Club, you're going to see that it's not open because they use it for a lot of private parties. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're really that desperate to go in, plan ahead, maybe call and find out if there's going to be a private party or there to ruin your red co- or crash the party. Yeah. Nothing better than crashing a party. So we have an <laughs> update on the city walk party pass. Do to do do to do. So the city walk party pass is 1199 and that gets you into all the clubs. Mm-hmm. And then the um, city walk party pass and movie was what Craig was talking about. That's $15. Yeah. So you, that gets you a movie at the, um, at the AMC, which, and they do That's this. That's a great deal. That's a yeah, really good deal. They do is. a dinner and a movie deal too, where it's, um, two meals and the two movie tickets or, or maybe it's just individually, but it's, it's a meal and a movie ticket. And it's like, I, I should have looked that Absolutely. up too. I'm sorry. Oh, it's right here. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's 21 and it's yeah. at only select restaurants. So you can't go and choose whatever you want. And then it's also select menus whenever you do that too. Uh, so you can't just go crazy. And then they have another deal like that as well, where you can do it with Blue Man Group and then also a miniature golf one, which that's a, actually the cheapest way to get to do the miniature golf that we talked about earlier. And I believe that one was twenty three ninety five to do it with 
miniature golf. Yeah. If I remember. Yep. You're correct. Perfect. Wonderful. So that ends us up with the clubs. So we'll talk about some of the stuff we missed along the way. Um, Anahitos, authentic Mexican restaurant that was on that stretch going up. Uh, one of the new additions that, like I said, took over Latin Quarter. Really okay food. Yeah. That's all I can say about it. It used to be great. Now it's just really okay. I ate there this weekend for the first time, and yeah, I I, I felt like the stuff like the meat was really salty, which is I read a review online right before I went to, and it said that, and I was like, oh, that's going to be in my head. But then I had it again the next day because I I didn't eat a lot while I was there, mm-hmm. and I felt that I was like, no, it's definitely a little, a little yeah. Salty. The but, whole atmosphere of the place is great, and yeah. oh, I yeah. mean they have a ton of tequila, and they have really great margaritas and mixed drinks there. Um, they also have a very fun mariachi band that comes out yeah. mm-hmm. um, regularly and cool. does a mariachi version of Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. And other things that are up on the times. <laughs> <laughs> it can be Modern quite Marriott. quite entertaining. And then there's the um, the skull cupid dolls, the uh-huh. sugar skull cupid doll um, display, which is creepy. creepy. Yeah. Um, it, it's just uh, the decor is pretty fun. It's it's got yeah. a good vibe. Well, it's that whole uh, Mexican city street food vibe atmosphere. It used to be great. Uh, because they had two menus. They had Anahito's Up and then Anahito's Main Dining Room. Uh, the main floor has the more traditional food, tacos, enchiladas, burritos, stuff like that. And then upstairs, they had a much more sophisticated menu. Uh, still that Mexican food vibe, but a little a little fancier, a little out of the box for people who just don't want to go and have tacos. They completely nixed that menu. And with that, they killed that restaurant for me, unfortunately. It's not bad. It shouldn't be the first choice anymore whenever going to City Walk, in my opinion. Uh, also, in terms of restaurants there, you have my favorite restaurant, uh, Fat Tuesday, which isn't a restaurant. It's just got... I was just going to say, I was like, did I miss booze. something? Like, I was like, they, I mean, I love the drinks there. For those... A little tumbler. Yeah, for those of you who usually eat liquid meals like I do, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's fantastic. <laughs> of course, it's a New Orleans staple. That's where it originated. Uh as far as I know, that's what Do I always Do you know there's assume. a second Fat Tuesdays now? Like, there's the one that's upstairs there, but then now they've added it to yes. one of those little, like, huts. Yep. I was going to cool. wrap oh, that sorry. up in the bottom. Sorry. But, uh, it's, oh, no, it, it's fine. So Fat Tuesdays, yeah, you have a bunch of really strong frozen drinks that you can get there, and then you can add extra on top of that. And if you're going to come back a lot, they also offer a cup that you mm-hmm. can get a better deal on your drinks. So yep. Fat Tuesday, it's got to do that. Uh if we're talking about Fat Tuesdays, we might as well talk about the other New Orleans staple that has a place in City Walk, and that's Pat O'Brien's. Did you not know that was from New Orleans? Well, no, now you do. Because no. I thought Pat oh. O'Brien's was like an Irish thing. I was gonna say, it sounds Irish. very Irish. It, it is, but it, it's, it's a New Orleans staple. That explains uh, the merchandise I was looking at. Yeah, I mean, it's that's why whenever Mardi Gras ends at Universal Studios, they say take the party over to Pat O'Brien's because oh, that's... Yeah. That's what you would do in New Orleans. Well, I mean, tourists go there in New Orleans. I, I stopped to get there a drink the only time I've been there. Pat O'Brien's the highlight for it. Of course, you can get food there. You can get lots of drinks. The Hurricane. That's yeah. the the famous Pat O'Brien's drink. And I've had one. I know Dustin and I, we've had, I have had, we've had too many at points, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> when staying on property and able to take transportation back without getting in a car. Just wanted to throw that out there. Always responsible. But in the Hurricane is just... You might as well just punch yourself in the head over and over again. It is so full of <laughs> alcohol. 
if you have two. I couldn't finish the second one. Yeah, I, I helped you finish it. <laughs> was that what happened? Okay. It was, a hazy, it was a hazy night. But as I was going back to it, the other staple of Pat O'Brien's sent to is the Dueling Piano Bar, which I love. Uh, over at Disney at the Boardwalk Resort, you have their Jelly Rolls Dueling Piano Bar that is fun but very clean cut in. You're going to hear a lot of Billy Joel, Elton John, and then random stuff you don't want to hear on piano like Jesse's Girl. Uh, <laughs> and then the complete opposite is for Pat O'Brien's because they're allowed to curse as much as they want. So they will they will play very edgy songs if you ask for it. Um, and it's 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 great. I love going into Pat O'Brien's to hear their doling pianists and they do they do a good job. I, I can't recommend that enough if you're looking for after hours entertainment. I think that's one of the best things to do. Uh, I hate piano bars. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, well, you know what? That's it's just, a good thing I didn't ask you. Me, that's all. I feel like a 90-year-old man when I'm in there. <laughs> well, you're, you're proving yourself to be a 90-year-old man. I don't have my prune juice. All right. Anyway, <laughs> onward. Okay, Bob Marley's. Uh, there's food there, and it's some people's vibe. It's probably JL's vibe, if I know her correctly. <laughs> but I don't even know what that means. It means you know, what it means. Tin drums and whatnot. Now I'm going to have to go uh, and figure drums? out if you're right. Once Steel again, drums. you are a Rastafarian. Ross and Yeah, you're Ross Trent. I've got two Ross Trents at this table. You're the other one. Uh, I'm really going to have to look that Bob up. Bob Marley. I mean, yeah, it's got Jamaican food and that kind of soul food vibe to it if you're going to eat there. And I just... Okay. Bob Marley's well, is a complete right, mess for me. It I like does Bob sound Marley. like something I would like. I, I like his music. I just don't like it. I, I've only been in twice, actually, since I've been coming to Universal and City Walk, so I can't really give an accurate uh, depiction on how I feel about it because I don't have great feelings of it. And now, as you were right before, I skipped Hot Dog Hall of Fame. Yeah. So I'll go back to that. Hot Dog Hall of Fame, basically... A ton of hot dogs from different ballparks all around the world. I believe nine different ballparks. They're signature dogs. You can get them there. You can sit in the ballpark seating from your favorite uh, stadium if they have it. And they always have sports on their giant jumbotron that they have up there. Uh, good hot dogs, in my opinion. I've never had a bad one there. I've eaten every single one there, and I've enjoyed all of them, even the ones that aren't really my my deal but i think it's a great little place to get a quick service meal <laughs> yeah. if you're looking for something it's, it's for like just in this little plopped little area they did a really good job because there's like those bleachers and the little steps i think for something that could be nothing there is yeah. awesome if it's raining stay away but if it's not you're good so that kind of ends our journey on that whole side of it so then we're going to jump up on top to where they have the fast food section mm-hmm. and in the fast food section you have Moe's, which is Moses burritos. Moses Welcome to Moe's. Yeah. Welcome to Moe's. It's like the poor Chipotle. Yep. You no, it's <laughs> oh. no, 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 no. It's my favorite of the bunch. Chipotle, Cadoba, Moe's. Take Moe's every day. Only day. for the what? queso for me. Mm. Only for the queso. Yeah. You but I'm not going to get it. You cannot leave me on the Chipotle. Okay. Here, Craig. Well, we also have Panda Express there. Panda. Your normal Panda. And then we have the Burger King Whopper bar. You get your Burger King Wish. and you got your Toppins bar. I think was the first one was there there's a there's a when you look at the sign when you're like first come through city walk if you look up to the right where it has the um burger king whopper bar thing there's a little like written on there like i think it was the first one or something it, like first established oh, yeah whatever. the first yeah. whopper bar yeah, yeah the first one ever yes um 
So that's up there. There's a sushi restaurant up there, Fusion Sushi. I never. Actually, the first time I ever had sushi was at that sushi oh. bar. Did you enjoy it? I did. That's where I discovered. Well, I mean, sushi. When I say sushi, I mean veggie sushi, California sushi. I enjoy that sushi establishment. Um, but that's when I discovered that I liked sushi. Good. I'm glad that you it have was a little a good backstory memory. with it. Yeah. Good memories. Uh, so up in that section, you also had the bread box. The new sandwich uh, eatery up there, which I actually I, well, enjoyed the bread box. Yeah. I enjoy it now. The first time I ate there, I absolutely hated it. I thought it was not worth the money, but now they added French fries to all the sandwiches mm-hmm. that you get with it uh, for the same price. I feel like they've gotten a lot quicker with their service, so the food's coming out hot and fresh, especially if you order one of the hot sandwiches. If you order mm-hmm. a cold one, it doesn't really matter as much. Uh, they've got fun milkshakes you can get there. It's a really nice vibe. They have it these it's cute. It's a little bit swings. No, they're the best <laughs> they're part. Awful. No, that's the whole reason why I love it. Who doesn't want to go and sit on a porch swing to eat your meal other than Craig? I don't want it. It's just I love the I love the color scheme, all of those lunch boxes. It's a very unique looking place to have a quick service meal. Totally agree. I, and you can sit on swings. I now recommend it, even though I didn't before. Uh, right next to that is Menchie's. I love Menchie's. Menchie's. Amazing. So if you're going to eat at one of the two ice cream establishments in City Walk between oh, Cold Stone or Menchie's, choose Menchie's. It's healthier for you. It's frozen yogurt, a lot of non-fat options Boo. or low-fat <laughs> options. They have amazing toppings, Change better the better the than the Cold Stone toppings. Mm-hmm. If, you're, uh, if you're only going to Universal and not over to Disney and you want your Dole Whip fix, they also usually have their pineapple Dole Whip on uh, on machine serve there on tap uh, on tap <laughs> that's what i wanted to say but i didn't want to sound soft, stupid soft serve, pull. Soft serve yes <laughs> machines are I, you know what it doesn't matter menchie's it's delicious they weigh it so don't go too crazy because it's not a set price you put everything you want in the dish and then they weigh it and that's how you get the price and the first time you go and you always get way too much and you end up walking out how did i spend 15 dollars on that bowl <laughs> of ice cream it happens it's happened to all of us <laughs> Well, give me some of that, you know, uh, pie whip, uh, pineapple uh, machine dipped, uh, th- the stuff they have over at uh, Antiotes, you know. <laughs> give me some oh, of that right. stuff. What is happening right now? Well, that now? just happened. Uh, <laughs> we are going to continue. <laughs> We're going to continue. So uh, if you're up in that whole area. Get and- your soft serve, get your tats. Well, that's what I was just going to say. If you feel the need to get a tattoo while you're up there, uh, get a tattoo at Harden Huntington. I want a tattoo, but I, I think I'm going to save it for the Welcome Center area. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, very, very expensive tattoos. I mean, very, very professional. It's yeah. probably going to be one of the cleaner places you can go to get a tattoo if you're if you're going to get one. But you're going to pay for that as well. Um, I don't have that kind of money, nor do I want a tattoo. So that doesn't matter for me. In case you were asking more about mm-hmm. your life. So... <laughs> I'm going to kind of bounce around, go back to the entrance, because whenever we walked in, after we got to AMC Theaters, we kind of jumped over on the other side and showed a little more love to that. But I'm going to come back over on the other side, uh, and that's where you're going to get into a little bit more of the shopping mm-hmm. environments that they have there. Uh, first things first, they have the uh, the Quiet Flight, sorry, I can't, yeah, Quiet Flight Surf Shop, which is also kind of connected with the... Um, yeah. The fossil shop, and so you're gonna find swimsuit, short Billabong. apparel stuff and there. You have a very fun yeah. photo opportunity there. They have this surfboard out front. <laughs> that awful surfboard that that everyone stands on to get their picture taken. Mm. 
that apparently Craig is cranky about for a reason I do I not understand. I hate watching people. I hate watching people on that. Oh They're always gosh. smiling and so happy. I hate it. Nobody's on it in the video. I okay, waited. Okay, Grinch. You waited and you could just not find anyone that would get on there. I don't know how you couldn't get anyone on there. It's They're fun. On it's there. fun for families. Kids love, especially kids, love standing on the surfboard, pretending like they're surfing with a wave coming over them. So just if moms happen to be listening, be aware. <clears throat> That's a fun photo opportunity for your kids. Absolutely. And then the Cinnabon's also there. Mm-hmm. And fun Cinnabon, everyone knows Cinnabon. Uh, <clears throat> extremely unhealthy cinnamon rolls that... It makes it smell amazing smell when you walk. Smell so good. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, there's not enough that can be said about the smells coming out of Cinnabon. Um, and then there's also a couple other little neat shops all around that area. You have uh, the Pick, which Rhino loves. Pick I love is- Pick. It's just like a weird... Where I'm from, it's Massachusetts, really we weird. had Newberry Comics. And Newberry Comics always had these, like, knickknacks and, like, you I just weird stuff that you could get somebody yeah, a lot of the funko pop vinyls are yeah in there they're, that's there like they have these like cool like it's a pillow fight set and all the pillows look like like a sword a ninja star all <laughs> that stuff like a chicken purse um you know just random there's art for sale in there it's just a cool poppy kind of store weird cannot be overstated in terms of this store very unique but it's the only store besides the Universal Studio store that I think is worthwhile actually being in City Walk. Well, it yeah. definitely is. Yeah. It's because the items in there are things that you're not going to commonly see anywhere you'll, else. Yeah, you'll see them at comic book shops, but if you don't have one around, it's a nice place for it. So you also have the fresh produce shop there, which is a lot of women's apparel, so I don't go in there. There's no produce in there. Oh, there's no produce <laughs> no. in there. I thought it was a banana shop. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and then also you have an element skate shop that's over by Hart and Huntington. I completely forgot about it whenever we were in over there. Yeah. I'm just starting to stumble on my words. I forgot how much is actually wow. at yeah. City Walk. Uh, <laughs> one thing so that's much. not there, rest in peace, NASCAR. <clears throat> NASCAR Sports Grill. <laughs> it's gone out of our hearts, so that's really dating this podcast of when it is in history. NASCAR has been gone for months now, and nobody misses it. Nope. Nope, not at all. Uh, over on the other side of the water the lagoon where you can also that's where the boat launches the boat launches in city walk and they've got three different boat launches uh one to take you to portofino bay hotel one to take you to royal pacific resort and one to take you to uh the hard rock hotel uh which they're all also in walking distance if you choose to walk or if you choose to take uh what I can't. I think of the names of the bikes with the surrey bikes, the surrey bikes. they also have surrey bikes there oh no no you mean pedicabs? Pedicabs. Sorry. Thank you. Yes. See, you guys all like, screwed me over in this one. They don't have Surrey bikes. They have the pedicabs. Uh, they're free, but you have to tip them, and you should tip them well. Yeah, uh, they're carting your yeah. heavy <laughs> bottom around. Exactly. So those are all the forms of transportation to get to the resorts because they all branch off of City Walk. But on the other side of that waterway is where you're going to find multiple things, including Blue Man Group. Mm-hmm. Which, as we talked about, that is in the residence of the old Nickelodeon Studios. We discussed a little bit of that back in the uh, 101 of Universal Studios, Florida. That used to be about of that park. And now you have Blue Man Group, the strangest acid trip show <laughs> that is, I'll, I'll be flat out honest, I hate Blue Man Group. I, went, I managed to fall asleep in Blue Man Group, and you, I don't I know don't how. I don't think it's that terrible. I think it's... 
I think it's a, it's entertaining. I'm not saying it's the best entertainment in Orlando, but I do think it is entertaining. It's humorous. I don't enjoy percussive performance art. I just I, don't. I, I, I saw do. Stomp. I'd rather see Stomp. It's, it, Blue Man Group is kind of their response to Lanuba, Lanuba over at Downtown Disney, yeah. having that sort of uh, niche type of Vegas show. And their Blue Man Group is for a very specific set of people and i mean by that like 14 year old boys that just want to see a bunch of weird crap happening (laughs) with people in blue makeup uh and i know dustin just blew all over himself i had to put that in there (laughs) there has to be a better way to say that (laughs) just you know what you do you get a tape recorder (laughs) and you just record yourself all day long and then at the end of the day you play it back and you'll see how ridiculous the things you say are (laughs) you will blow hardly Arrested Development references for everyone out there who's confused by it. Go and watch it. Uh, Blue Man Group. People eat it up. The ones who see it, give it a shot once in your lifetime. You'll never see me back there again unless I'm forced into it. I did one of these because I was doing a good segue. Speaking of eating it up, right next door, you have... The Hard Rock Cafe. The Hard Rock Cafe, of course. The original one was over (laughs) in the area where you had... uh, Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. That was the original area for it. But then whenever that all got tore down and everything changed with City Walk, it turned into the giant Coliseum Hard Rock Cafe that we have there now, which is also home to the concert venue. Mm-hmm. So a lot of big acts will come there. Oh, well, no. relatively big Atlanta's acts. Atlanta's more sets coming in April. Well, you won't be able to go, unfortunately. I know, so. I know. Cry. I just guessed on that. I didn't know if you no, could go or not. We're not. But it's, I mean, Hard Rock Cafe, it's Hard Rock Cafe food. Can't. Yeah. If That's you've been good. to one, you've been it to all right. of it. It's I good. don't know if I'd call it good. If but you've been to one, you've been to all. But it, it really is a good venue for to see shows. Oh, yeah. It it is. Is. It really I've is seen huge. Russell Brandt there. He was very entertaining. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed the venue. Oh, the, the venue's better than the restaurant. And then, mm-hmm. however, the restaurant does have some cool features. My favorite, uh, which if you ask for tours... And they have a person available there to give you a tour of it. They'll kind of show you some of the hidden details of it, including the John Lennon room for Beatle fans out there. Uh, but you you have to get lucky on that. You can't go in at the dinner rush and expect them to tour you around and show you all the, the cool little things around there. You should but, walk around the back of the building because it has a piece of the Berlin Wall in the back that nobody ever sees unless you're coming out of the park around that way. Exactly. Thank, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank exactly you. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, no, I mean... There is a lot of cool stuff happening in there, including the weird shrine in the bar area to some of Rock's greatest and most dead, like Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix. Very depressing, but uh, Hard Rock Cafe. I want to talk about my favorite restaurant next door. Our last our last restaurant and definitely least I think <laughs> yeah I, don't, I actually have never stepped foot in it <laughs> NBC City Hall of Fame no I made that up no that's <laughs> NBA <laughs> the best you got some of it right well thank thank you for oh. wow. I'm glad everyone who's actually here to learn something now knows nothing because <laughs> once again anti Ancho Gitos or whatever you said. Anti Hotos. Anti Hotos. Anti Hotos and the NBC <laughs> Hall of Fame. My goodness. The giant Tina Fey statue up front. How this. <laughs> NBA, awful restaurant, got a lot of sports on. There's a place you can shoot basketballs right outside. There's merchandise for NBA teams. Is the food good? No. Okay. No. 
<laughs> no. It's it's part Are of the kidding? movie dining. I think that's one of the it places is. you can go. So I always go. Probably not. It's going to burn the same way NASCAR Sports Grill is burning right now. Yeah. Just all the way down to the ground. It can't happen soon enough. I don't think anyone enjoys it. Uh, I'm sure. Well, okay, basketball fans are going to enjoy it, but who's got time for basketball fans? No time for NBC. You know, I don't know. I like basketball, but I don't need a basketball themed dinner. You know, it's not one of those things that I really need. It's not something anyone needs. If Universal, if you're listening right now, get rid of it. Thank you. Please and thank you. Um, so that's exactly. that's kind of. What's up? <laughs> to quote you earlier, exact you. Exact you, yes. If you're wrapping up, bless you. I'm not wrapping oh, up okay, completely okay. yet. Okay. We're getting very, very close there. Uh, so we're all the way around. We're now back at Islands of Adventure, but we did skip a section kind of along the waterway mm-hmm. that is is very important because that's kind of your standalone stands, mm-hmm. which <laughs> works with how I said it. Uh so you have random stuff like Rhino already mentioned. There's a Fat Tuesday location that you can get on outside on the other stand. Uh, there's also uh, an Annie Ann's that recently came in. So everyone loves Annie Ann's pretzels. I've never heard you, it said like that before. Annie, how do you say I always say Auntie Ann, but I, I, it's just a dialect thing. I'm not going to get yeah. into it. But I like Annie, Annie Ann's. Ann. It sounds cool. It sounds better. Yeah. So well, it deal with it. Uh, <laughs> and then there's places to get craft beer along there. There's a couple pop-up stores to get... I like more the Harry Potters. Yeah, there's the airbrush hats and T-shirts. Really, really gaudy stuff. Mm-hmm. That you have to question the people that are actually yeah, continuing to favorite. support these stores. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, it's just kind of all the random stuff that really didn't have a place anywhere else. That they just kind of threw it right yeah. around that so, side. Like here's your stand dedicated to the Big Bang Theory merchandise. Yeah, because that's what everyone <laughs> is My Little Pony for. merchandise. Like, okay. You know what? I come to Universal City Walk looking for properties that come from a CBS show that is filmed at Warner Brothers Studios. Of course. Because that screams Universal to me. <laughs> Bazinga. Uh, <laughs> so, as you can tell, City Walk is big. There is a lot there. It's nowhere near as big as Hollywood's. Uh, it's not even as it's not as big as downtown Disney at either Orlando or Disneyland, but there's a lot of options there. You're not going to go there to shop. I, I would not recommend anyone go there to shop. You're just going to be disappointed if you're going there to shop. And the fact that it's it's not like downtown Disney in Orlando, where if you're going to pick up some last minute stuff from World of Disney, or in this case, it would be the Universal Studio store, you still have to pay that parking. To get in. So you're not going to come here specifically with that mindset. You're coming there. You're coming to City Walk to either go clubbing and really have a good time because there are discounts on parking once you get later into the night. Or you're going specifically for the theme parks and you'll experience City Walk after. And it's something you absolutely should experience after at one of the restaurants. Because the dining, as long as you stay away from the chains and you stick to the more particular ones, you're going to have a really great experience in Mm -hmm. my opinion. The Mm -hmm. only chain that you're guaranteed to get a great meal at is Emeralds. Mm -hmm. Uh, But City Walk just has... has such a cool vibe about it something that i love it's it's starting to look a little even though they've just gone through all these renovations to me it's looking a little dated and a little they call it modern but it's it reminds me of like a 90s dance song like it's just it's a lot of flashing lights which i like don't get me wrong like and stilt walkers are out there now and sometimes well that's only during mardi gras oh okay yeah and then i mean it's just if the 90s threw up 
to me, that's kind of what City Walk looks like, which isn't an awful thing. No, uh, it's not awful at all. Especially as we start to get nostalgic onto the 90s. Yeah. It's, it's a better place. Uh, it, entertainment capital of Orlando. I don't know about that anymore, but a place with some good entertainment options and really great restaurants. I would wholeheartedly put it yeah. as that. So definitely take time to walk through City Walk whenever you're at Universal Studios Florida or Islands of Adventure and try try to enjoy it. Did, for we, all have a, did we have a video to go along with that, this? Well, I was going to actually end it off by showing your video oh, okay. right now. So for all of you that just went on our nice little ride of what Universal City Walk is, here, take a chance to uh, see this video. And if you're listening then you can go ahead and find it on YouTube and there will be a link to it in the show notes as well as the embedded video, but here it is right now. Well, Rhino, thank you very much for putting that video together. It makes me want to go to City Walk right now. Exactly. I was lying, by the way. <laughs> Ouch. Well, <laughs> you know what? It was a great job, though. Thank you so much for it. And I hope you guys are impressed with what City Lock looks like if you've never seen it before. And I hope you got a lot of information from this. And, of course, we'll be back again next week for another edition of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Uh, so until then, we will see you later. Later.